to STEAM State of Mind, your favorite source for all things STEAM education. STEAM State of Mind. This isn't just science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. It's a state of mind, a different way to approach education in the classroom. STEAM State of Mind. Enjoy these conversations with educators, students, and community members as we explore what it means to be in a STEAM State of Mind. STEAM State of Mind. <laughs> Hi, this is Carrie from Kettering. We are here on our Steam State of Mind podcast. Hey, Byrne, how's it going? It's going great. How are you, Carrie? I'm great. And we are here in the Career Tech Center here at the Fairmont High School with Liz Jensen, the principal of our CTC program here. Welcome, Liz. Thanks so much. Great to be here. So, Liz, I am so excited to be here today because I feel like what we're doing in the elementary level and all the STEAM um, PBLs and projects and different things, it's kind of preparing them to go on to the next level and ultimately be part of this amazing CTC program you have here at Fairmont High School. So can you tell us a little bit about the CTC Absolutely. So we've grown now to have 14 programs, which range uh, across many different career fields that are needed in our in our area, in our state. And um, we really have 50% of the juniors and seniors now, which is hard for me to believe, are incorporated in these programs, encompassing many STEM fields. But a big hallmark of career technical education is we only grow programs that are needed by our industries. So we feel confident that we're preparing them not just for a job, but a job where they can find employment. That is awesome. I mean, when I go around, and I was telling you this earlier, when I go around the state of Ohio and, you know, visiting different STEM schools and different things, they're like, oh, you guys have Liz Jensen. And (laughs) I mean, it's very, um, you're very well respected. And um, some of the things that you have, like, engaged in and um, grew this program, you know, since you said you've been here for 11 years, um, like what are some of the changes that you've seen over the past 11 years? So we constantly make a hallmark that we're going to continue evolving programs. So we've had monumental changes like adding cosmetology, adding medical assisting, adding the business academy, uh, downsizing a couple of our programs and adding a new building to get more square footage. But then the more constant and yearly changes are evolution of the programs. I promise all of our students going into junior year that senior year for them should look different than the current seniors who are sitting in the seats because with the help of our advisory committee business partners, we need to keep evolving and changing to meet industry needs. And you talked about how you only really support programming here that that has a place out in the work field, out in the business world. You also talk to your parents and your students way back when they're in middle school and ask them what they want, what do they see a need for. Talk a little bit about that and how you've kind of used that to, as you say, grow some of your programs and evolve them. So uh, through the generosity of the Kettering taxpayer, we were able to pass a permanent improvement levy, which allowed us to have career tech expansion. So we needed to talk to our business partners, obviously, about that. But career tech programs with no students in them are no good either. <laughs> so we, we uh, surveyed our middle school students in grades six through nine 
nine, went up to the high school as well there. And uh, we had over 1,600 respond on which programs they would like to see our Career Tech Center grow into, which programs they were interested in for their future. So that's how medical assisting and cosmetology were grown, uh, particularly in the medical industry. We had 23% of our young ones say that they wanted to go into a healthcare field. Wow. That's cool. I mean, and when did you take this survey? That was a couple of years before we expanded, just to see where they would want to grow. So that's even before the pandemic. Yes. When they, and there was a big interest in the medical field, you know, because some, you hear now that, you know, there's a, you know, people are interested in going into the medical field after the pandemic, but this was even before we saw that need. That's pretty cool. Absolutely. We only had capacity for 25 incoming juniors, and now we have capacity for 50. So we're really happy about that. Wow. So how, so how do you reach out to these businesses? And what do you mean by this? Explain a little bit more about this business partnership that you have with the community? So it's actually a requirement of our federal funding through the Carl Perkins grant that we meet every year with advisory committee members to get their input on each one of our individual programs. Outside of the commitment from or the requirement from the federal government, this is something that we should be doing every year. It's our most powerful learning opportunity. We talk to them about the way the program has been evolving and get their input. It's a huge listening session for us. We always try to stay just one step behind industry. And so they help us with material donations, recommendations on our equipment, recommendations for industry credentials the students should be earning. They help us with... um, coming in and doing guest speaking, job shadowing, they're they're huge, huge opportunities for us. And now as the Career Center expands into more and more work-based learning opportunities, they're employing our students, which is the most powerful education you can get on the job. And the terms and things you're using just there in that description, it really feeds right into this whole STEAM state of mind that we talk about. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about kind of how um, do do you see, or what do you see the tie-in with STEAM education and career tech education? So STEAM education is really educating our students to get ready for the jobs of today. We are, we are a tech society. And so starting out with our young ones, getting them ready, I'm all about powerful academics tied with career preparation. I feel that our graduates are going to be best prepared for the future if we combine the two. And so STEAM education brings in the foundation of careers and hopefully starts to get them excited about a career that they're interested in and will follow up uh, at the high school then with career technical education to feed that that love that's been born in their STEAM classes. So uh, we have the elementary STEAM classes, we have middle school exploratory career tech, and then we have high school career tech programs. So I really feel like the powerful academic programming that we have coupled with all these opportunities to build your career is going to make our students best prepared for the future. Yeah, and so, you know, we have a lot with focus in the elementary level is a lot of focus on problem solving, you know, perseverance, a lot of the SEL, you know, um, you know, social emotional learning um, standards that go with it to get the kids to understand that, 
you know, in our careers and being prepared to take on those challenges, problem solve, that they have to learn some of those life skills and that type of thing to be able to um, solve these problems. And so what do you see as, as far as social emotional aspect of things? What do you see as the biggest challenge when you get into the high, the, the, with the high school students? So I also deal with this on our business side because they are struggling with SEL issues too, which they feel that career tech and the high schools can help them with. So I feel like the perseverance, the stress management is a huge aspect of it. The time management, all these things that our students are really struggling with today, I feel like we owe it to them to help them understand that, to make them successful employees in the business world. I mean, it's really interesting that it goes across the gamut of -hmm. the whole, you know, the same issues we see in kindergarten can be seen all the way up into, you know, the employees. I was going to say, yeah, Yeah. out into the business world as well. What are what are some specific? I mean, when you think of STEAM, what are some um, of your specific programs? Tell us a little about some of them that really just are infused with that whole science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. So I think that we have the obvious programs like engineering and information technology. Everyone thinks STEM. Uh, a lot of people though find it hard to believe how STEM related or STEAM related automotives is. You oh, are driving yeah. computers down the car. We need training technicians. I love changing from STEM to STEAM because of the integration of programs like our digital design, where it's, it's a, I call it the computer geek and the artist got together and made a baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, very STEM related, um, interactive media, all of our medical programs, the world is becoming tech. And we've got to get our students uh, ready for those those career fields. If you look at all of our programs, I would say most are STEAM. And in the in the past, maybe I would have said the minority were were STEM related. Hmm. Well, I mean, I look at just a little what I've observed and what I've seen, and you know, worked with some of your staff members. You know, it's definitely the STEAM state of mind. You know, the problem solving, the critical thinking, and the portrait of the graduate and that type of thing is all integrated into what you guys are doing here. Um, and you bring up the auto industry. Um, just this past weekend, um, the city of Kettering hosted an EcoFest or EcoFest, mm-hmm. whichever one you want to call it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but basically, they had all of these um, um, cars, you know, the battery charge, you know, electric cars. And they were talking about how um, they need to get into the high schools and stuff like that more. Um, to have that mind shift from having a gasoline, you know, cars or whatever, fossil fuels, use fossil fuels, electric, and how to, you know, maintain them and, you know, how it's a little bit different. And so, you know, it sounds like um, even, you know, like there's that need. And so I am sure what you were telling us earlier, you're going to move into those different fields too. So like as the, as the field changes, you were saying that you guys try to be one step behind. Is that what you said? (laughs) So have you guys done anything with the electric vehicles and stuff yet? We have, we don't own our own electric vehicle, but we've had Sinclair community college and our business partners bring in electric vehicles as well as autonomous vehicles. And so our students are getting exposure to them and we're starting to work with our our advisory committee on a, a donation to us of an electric vehicle. 
as you talk about the evolution of the career fields, our students never cease to amaze me with their ingenuity and their preparation for the future. We have, in addition to these 14 programs, 11 of the 14 have semester electives that students can can take. And I'm constantly impressed with our students who are creating their own hybrid programs. Hmm. I'm in uh, I'm in engineering or I'm in automotives because I want to be an automotive engineer. So I'm going to take the automotives class to learn how the car works. I'm going to take the engineering semester elective to tie with that to understand the engineering before I move on to college, or I want to own my own business. So I'll take the career tech program plus business semester electives on the side. So they're really doing a choose your own adventure within career tech to get (laughs) them best prepared for the future. Okay, I love that choose-your-own-adventure. I love it. Well, and I remember one of our um, Portrait of a Graduate students from last year that that we kind of focused on um, was in the the automotive program to prepare himself because he was going into the military, and he wanted to uh, work on airplanes and engines and things like that. And um, it was so cool to talk to him and that he connected his work here at the Career Tech Center with what he wanted to do um, in the future, which was really amazing. Yeah, so, and the other thing that I found that what I know about the CTC program is that you guys actually solve some problems. You know, it's not just, you know, you are presented, you know, with a problem design challenge and you allow the students to come up with the challenge or, you know, to be able to solve the problem. Um, there was one who was really featured with the the hand, you know, yes. being able to, can you explain that a little bit more? So in our career tech student organizations, they're called, which help our students do competitions and those are resume building, get dressed up like industry. So a lot of good experiences there. They're given real world issues to come up with solutions to. So sometimes that's an advertising campaign for the district. Uh, sometimes that's looking at different types of, of treatments for cancer. That particular was uh, pr- a particular example was our engineering students where there was a community member in Kettering who uh, unfortunately had some uh, issues where she was wheelchair bound and had some issues with her hands where opening up her hands to move her wheelchair was difficult. So these kids, I I call them kids, but they're young (laughs) inventors and young adults. They came up with a battery operated system to bend her fingers out so that she could grab her wheelchair. That is so amazing. And and that's really STEAM education, being able to solve real-world <laughs> yeah. problems and that mindset or whatever, and you're doing mm-hmm. that here in the CTC. So that's pretty awesome. Our students are, are working with NASA. They're, they do the <laughs> NASA Hunch program. Mm-hmm. So our students design issues, design uh, to inventions to solve issues on the space station, and their work has been up there. We've had multiple finalists go to Houston. They Zoom and meet in person NASA astronauts. I mean, how cool is that? Uh, that's really exciting. I'm just, that's an adventure. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just constantly in awe every day of the stuff that is going on with our students. And my job has never been boring one time because every day in career tech is so exciting. And speaking of real world, what is so impressive to me are the staff members that you have here in our Career Tech Center mm-hmm. and Definitely. what they bring to those students. Talk about that a little bit because you have been able to amass an amazing 
group of teachers here who come with the experience that they're teaching then to those kids? So something I love about career technical education is our teachers have to have worked in industry in order to be employed. So all of them have to have jobs. They don't tell you, I read in a textbook yeah. or I heard in a movie, they say, my job did this. I did this project. We have people who are managers at their companies that care so much about kids that they've come back to teach the, the next generation. So our career tech teachers really become mentors for life to these students. I have met people older than me who still talk to their career tech teacher for uh, guidance. And that's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. That is so cool. Well, and I, I serve on a couple of the advisory, the interactive media and the digital design. And what's neat to me is I'm, I'm a part of that business advisory group. And both of those groups have students who are now out in the workforce who have come back to serve on those business advisory groups, which is so neat. I also love the growing trend of our alumni applying for their teacher's jobs. Yeah. <laughs> that yes. is a, that's a really great thing. They, so we have three or four alumni teaching in the Career Center right now. So they bring all the great things that their own teacher brought, plus all the infusion of their own work experience in. And it's amazing. That's awesome. And that's, that com that's a compliment that these kids that were participants in this program want to come back and shared their experience and they're not being able to help, you know, because they must have really had a great experience to want to come back to high school and, you know, <laughs> help others like that. So Absolutely. that's really a compliment to your program. So, and here's another thing that you were bringing up that you brought up, Carrie, that you're on the advisory board with is that, you know, this podcast actually is, you know, something that your CTC students helped with and they came up with the music, they came up with the artwork and we are now training some of the students of how to produce this podcast. And so this podcast itself is a true steam type of um, project based learning, you know, thing that they're learning how to have developed their own podcast and they'll be managing the whole thing together. Right. I was going to say, because so many of, of the programs, uh, well, all of them have clients and they actually, the kids interact with them just like they would if they were out in the workforce. So that's, that's a great learning experience for our students and, and they've done a great job on this. That's for sure. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. And that is what I love about, um, the STEAM state of mind and what we do here in Kettering is, you know, we're constantly thinking outside the box, you know, we're being, we're innovative, you know, we're thinking, okay, well, Hey, let's do a podcast. And next thing you know, Hey, let's get the CTC involved and Hey, let's make this a true STEAM type of experience for our Kettering students. And we, we really, I love Kettering City Schools because of the innovation and because of the way that we work together and collaborate together. So it's just great. And you're a big part of that, Liz. We're very lucky to be in a district that values student work. So our students uh, producing pieces of work to show just what a Kettering education looks like. And we're, we're very lucky that our students have that real world experience. 
Absolutely. And, and we're so fortunate to be in a community that also supports that. And they told us that loud and yes. clear when, when they supported the expansion of our career tech. That was, um, it, it was almost like a no brainer. We put that out there and people were like, yeah, we want that. We want that in Kettering. We want that for our students and for our community. So it says a lot about, about our community as well. Well, STEAM education is a culture. It's a mindset, and I think we have that in Kettering. So that's absolutely great. starting with the foundation that you bring at the elementary, and then we see it just is everywhere here at the high school as well. So, and we're really trying to bridge the gap between the two. We're starting elementary school tours of career tech. We have middle school programming, middle school program, uh, middle school tours of career tech. So we're really trying to infuse this that it's not just isolated events, but a whole system. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great. Thanks and for your work, Burn. It's great. It's so much fun. I love it. It's a great so, place to be. So, Coach S, we've got a question for you, as we always do, as we uh, round out our podcast. What do you think is the biggest impact STEAM education has on the students themselves? So, I think, you know, that's a great question because really that's the most important thing. If STEAM education did not have an impact, a positive impact or a big impact, I wouldn't be doing this because, well, and Kettering wouldn't be supporting it, just like we just said, um, because they are, that is the most important. So the impact that I see, especially in the elementary level, um, is the, the idea that it was, it's okay to fail. It's okay to be able to have a problem and not being able to completely solve it or keep working on it, keep learning and keep coming back to it, that type of thing. It, it is that state of mind. And to be able to use all of the different, um, you know, the language arts, the math, the, you know, the arts and the sciences and the social studies and the technology, and you bring all of that together and you need to use all of those different things that you're learning, you know, in our schools to um, solve a problem. And so it's not just, um, okay, here's a math problem or here's a science problem or here's whatever. These are real world problems that you need to integrate everything together to come up with the best solution. And then it is also the biggest impact that I think that I see is what we were talking about, these social and emotional learning skills, is that these kids are working together in teams and groups to solve problems. And so they're learning how to communicate with each other, how to cooperate with each other, how to collaborate with each other, how it, you know, how to reach a consensus that, okay, you're not going to get your way. You know, it's going to be, you know, it's a little give and take and stuff like that. And it's not necessarily going to be exactly the way you want it, but it's the best solution that we can all reach an agreement on. And that is a big challenge for some of these students that, you know, but once they get that state of mind, they they understand how that this is the best way to do it. And so over the years that I've been working with some of these kids, I'm noticing a lot less tears, a lot less, you know, where it's like, no, I want to do it this way. They're not listening to me. It's like, well, no, you're, <laughs> they're listening, but they're just not agreeing 100% with you, you know, and that's what you don't like. You don't think that, you know, so it's just all of that. Um, and so those are the big impacts that I see, you know, just, um, and the teachers, being able to see the teachers, how they approach their, you know, how they present things to kids, where they just don't tell them everything, you know, mm-hmm. they're allowing the kids to be 
explorers, you know, to take on that adventure, just like what Liz was just saying, you know, because education, learning should be fun, interesting, you know, because that's what, if you, if we can get these kids to enjoy learning and see a reason and purpose behind it, we have lifelong learners. And then, you know, there, when they get to that high school CTC program, you know, they're going to be curious. They're going to know to ask questions. They're going to know how to use problem solving and design thinking. And they are going to know how to use their social and emotional learning skills. That's what is, I find to be very valuable, very, you know, having the biggest impact on these students is having that culture, that state of mind, um, that they can solve problems and make a difference in this world. I know a lot of people in the world of work who would give you three cheers for everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my goal. And I believe, I really, really believe that we need to have this um, foundation in our elementary, you know, that they need to learn, you know, how to do those things because that's only going to, then it's going to be part of their mindset. And it's going to be, they're going to see steam and stem and whatever you want to call it everywhere in the world and how that mindset and that state of mind um, can be used in anything they do, whatever career they choose. Right. It's the steam state of mind that's preparing them for their future, for sure. Exactly. So. Thanks, Burn. Well, thank you. Thank you, Liz, for Thanks joining so us today yeah. and talking about our wonderful CTC program here at Fairmont. And. Until next time, have a great Thank you again, Liz. This is so, I'm so excited to keep continuing to collaborate with you and to work with you and to get our elementary students over to see this amazing place and um, to, like you said, prepare them for the future. Me too. Thank you so much. And Carrie, it's always wonderful being able to share this podcast with you. And you as well, Vern. Thanks. All right.